Habitats, Habitats, oh Habitats, oh Habitats, oh Habitats, Habitats, oh Habitats, 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 Hey guys, man, I have been completely busy and I know I haven't made a podcast in a long time, but I am a little bit on free time right now. My schedule has changed and I've been working doubles, taking out more shifts because, man, homie over here is about to get promoted to an area supervisor and I'll be in charge of so many of new people that are joining the company. But the show must go on as always, and you're tuned in to Hobby Talk, the raw and unscripted podcast with me, your host, Wayne. So, strap in. A lot has happened, as I said. going to tell you guys all about it. So, and for those of you that tuned in, again, I apologize. Homie here, man, been busy. Busy, busy, busy. Especially, it's coming down for one month. My newborn is about, you know, we're having more checkups with the doctors. My wife has more checkups, as I said, because, you know, homie's coming coming soon. May 22nd, projectile date. She's entering the monitor the monitor stage for high risk. It's not it's not bad. It's not bad. It, it's it's going well, doctor said. He's moving in line, he's very active. It's healthy, heart's beating, everything. Man, I'm I'm excited. I'm ecstatic. Oh, I'm just not uh, financially stable. If you guys are wondering, financially stable for once. Um, finally, putting my name into getting a new car. We do need a new car. Um, looking into a Kia. It's an SUV. I'm not really familiar with cars. Cars are not my forte. I know how to drive them. I just don't know how to fix them, and I don't know names other than the common ones that we hear about. But yeah, things are rolling pretty good right now for me and my family. The next step is looking for a bigger house. We do need a bigger house. I will admit that. I mean, I'm not saying that the one we have now is is bad, but you know, we're going to add a fifth member to the family. So, man, it's crazy. Crazy 2019, guys. Crazy year for some of us. Some of us still doing the same thing. Some of us, you know, not doing so good. But hold on tight. For those of you that aren't doing so well, hold on tight. There's always that year that it's going to pick up for you. I mean, I've had so many bad years in my life. But I keep thinking every year is different. Every day is different. Just keep rolling with the punches. Always keep getting up from life. Hard hits and things will get better. I promise. I always live by the saying that my grandfather always said, and everybody heard the same before. It has to get worse before it gets better. I always live by that. In order for something to get better, it has to get worse. The worse it is, the better in the end it will be. Oh, man, my nose is just killing me right now. Plus, you know, as I said, work. I went from a four-day graveyard shift to 
man, double shift sometimes. Um, boss man kicked me down about 30 hours. But it's okay. As I said, I'm getting promoted to area supervisor, which I'll be overseeing about 10 employees of different sites. So he's grooming me, I guess. I mean, I don't know what... I do not know the term grooming in terms of uh, private contracting for the security field. I don't know what grooming in that department means. Like, how do you groom somebody? And th these are his words. I am grooming you for the position I'm putting you in. What does grooming mean? I mean, I've done security since I was, I don't know, man. I've done customer service. I know how to talk to people. I know how to... I know how to talk people down, which means like I can explain situations when a customer gets upset about a situation. Uh, I can do scheduling. I can do money management. Like there are so many things that I can do in the work wise. So what does grooming mean? I don't get it, but you know what? I don't argue with him. I do what he says because you know what? This man pays my bills. This man signs my checks. And I'll be honest with you, he has done nothing wrong in my eyes. Like, sure, the things he asks are crazy. You know, I get off of one shift in the morning, literally at 8 o'clock in the morning. And he goes, oh, can you work this shift at this time, which is like literally 30 minutes from when I get off. And I tell him, well, look, I'm just about to get off the morning shift. Do you mind if I get there late? And I guess he has so many things to do that he, that he literally tells me, oh, shit, you're right. You know what? I forgot. I'm sorry. And I told him, you know what, I, I can still do it. I, I'm just going to be late. Because it takes about 45 to an hour to get from my normal work site all the way back in the town in Vegas on my side. And 45 is without traffic. An hour is with traffic. So I tell him I'm just going to be late. About 80% of the time, he will say, okay, you know, get there when you can. The other 20% is just, no, it's okay. I'll have somebody else do it. Which is fine with me, you know, I don't mind. I'll take the L for the double shift. But as of, I would say, yeah, about two weeks, I've been doing double shifts, which is great. The hours are awesome. Um, I get to see new things. Honestly, it's, it's different from what I normally go to work. I have to deal with a lot of, how can you say, homeless. The homeless are the coolest people in the world, I'll be honest with you. Minus the smell. We all know. Homeless have that, you know, B-rate smell of piss and urine. I mean, piss and urine, the same thing. But you know what I mean? They don't smell all that great. But you know what? To be honest, I think you have three types of homeless. You have the normal homeless who just, you know, take their day by day and live out their life. Then you have the happy homeless where they don't care who's around. They don't mind what what the environment is, rain, snow, sun, storm, anything. They're like the happiest people in the world. They'll tell you hi, they'll talk story with you. They'll tell you how their life has been. You know, the happy homeless. They don't care how you feel. You can be angry at the world. They'll still come up to you and be like, how's your day, man? Yeah, bro, blah, blah, bless life. All right, cool. Then you have the absent mind or the, I wouldn't say angry homeless. I would say like, the homeless person, you have to ask what happened in your life. We all seen those homeless people where like they'll, they'll walk by you and they're just 
not angry, but talking to themselves, I guess you could say. But it's in a very aggressive way. And it's not even towards you. I don't know if they're talking to themselves or they're just so angry at a situation or something that just happened that, you know, you get so mad, you just start rambling to yourself. But you can hear what they're saying. They're like, oh, fuck you, man. Yeah, fuck this, blah, blah, blah. And then just like, wow, what, what's going on over there? And I, it was, I think it was last week, Wednesday, I was told to work in a uh, midnight to an 8 a.m. shift, eight hour shift. And this homeless guy just kept pacing back and forth in front of the storefront. And he kept, you know, just swearing and, you know, cussing up a storm. And it was just like, wow. So I literally was bored. I walked over to him and I said, hey, bro, what's going on? He looked at me with a, an aggressive look. He, he was like, what the fuck do you want, man? And I, and I told him, oh, bro, I just want to know what you're, you know, what's going on in your life. He's like, exactly. What the fuck is going on with my life? You know, I've been homeless for 10 years. And he was just ranting about how, you know, he always works a corner, asks for money, and nobody gives him money. And, you know, everybody just gives him shit. And I feel him. Like, okay, you're homeless. You don't smell like a million bucks. You kind of look like a dirty dollar. And I, and I get it, man. Like, you, you drive by a corner and you see people with signs, homeless vets or people that have been broke or, you know, people with kids. You know, everybody has a different story. And he's just telling me about how everybody just kicks him when he's down. Even the homeless themselves kick him out of shelters. And this dude was not having a great day. And, and, and you could tell. Unfortunately, I don't carry cash on me. Everything's on my card. So I told him, look, bro, like I don't have I don't have cash on hand right now. Okay. But what I can do is give you all the coins in my car. And I told him, look, they're pennies, they're dimes, they're nickels. And I, before I can say quarters, he's like, bro, that'd be so great. Like, I'll take it. And I, I'm not saying like I had like four pennies and a couple dimes. No, I, I have a cup holder full of coins and, and I put in a, I went into the store and I told him, look, can I get a Ziploc bag? And the boss man was like, yeah, sure. He gave me a, like a small Ziploc bag, went back to my car and I put all the coins that I had, all of it, all of it. Cause literally I use my coins to buy coffee or, you know, you need, you need that extra spare change when you go fast food or, you know, the change in my car is just for exactly what it is for change, spare change. I, I, I didn't give a fuck. I put it all into the Ziploc bag, zip it up, and I was like, look here, bro. This I don't know how much this is, but this is all for you. This dude, I, I kid you not, had the biggest smile on his face. I've never seen anybody smile that big other than the Grinch. So like, if you know what the Grinch smile looks like, that's how big his smile was. Like, I think I just brightened up his day, and I'm, I don't know, it... it it was a, I don't know, I guess it, I could say it was a proud moment in my career to see somebody that happy. And it made me think, it's the small things in life that we all should enjoy. Not, not the big things, the small things. It's not how much, you know, is, I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't explain it, guys. It was just so overwhelming to see somebody that happy. It's the kindness, I guess, that I gave him hearing the story out. You know, I, I'm, I'm just saying, did I have to give him all my coins? No, I didn't. But I, I just thought this guy was down on his luck and I know how that feels. And 
I wasn't going to use my spare change for anything. Like, that thing was literally plain level of the cup holder. So I just figured, you know, I'm not going to use this. I might as well just give it to somebody who, who could use it. And, I, I, and I'll be honest with you. Some of you are like, man, he's going to use it for drugs, alcohol. It don't matter. You could tell somebody not to do something. Oh, I'm going to give this money. Just don't buy alcohol with it. Oh, I'm going to give this money. Don't buy drugs with it. I'm going to give this money. It doesn't matter what you tell them. They're going to do what they want to do. Number one, they're an adult. Two, they're their own person. They're going to be like, why should I listen to you? It doesn't matter. Just to me, I just told them, look, bro, I don't know how much this is, but it's all, it, it's all you, bro. Do, do with it what you want. And as I said, he was the happiest man. Like, I don't know what, what, what he used the money on. I don't know. I I do care. Don't get me wrong. I do care what he spends it on. But you know what? I, I can't tell him what not to do and what to do with the money. It's his money. It's his life. Let the man live his happy life. Let anybody live their life. That's all I can say, man, about... It doesn't have to be homeless. It could be, it could be your kids, too. You could. It's like, yeah, it's like telling your kids what to do. You can suggest it. You can say it in a authoritative way, but are kids going to do it? Sure, because you're you're the parent. But are they really going to do it? You can tell them clean the house. Are they going to do it now? Or are they going to do it when they feel like it? Everybody's different. Everybody takes different situations different. So just keep that in mind, guys. And I don't really give money to the homeless because, you know what? I'll be honest with you. Some, like, after hearing that there are some homeless posers, they pose to be homeless when they're actually pretty, pretty loaded. I don't know. I just felt really, really bad for the guy. And I understand. Like, I do feel what he's saying. I've been down on my luck a couple of times. It doesn't mean I went to go beg, you know, or, been, you know, do what homeless do. But I'm just saying, like, I know how it feels to be on your luck, down on your luck, man. So it's just... Giving back, I guess. Ah, There's the good things in life that I cherish. So how's everybody doing? Man, it's Thursday. My work schedule has changed. I said normally I work Monday, Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday. Now I work Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Sunday, Monday morning, 8 to 4, Tuesday night, 5 to 8. 5 p.m. to 8 a.m. Friday, I work from 4 to midnight. And Sunday, I work again from uh, 6 to se- uh, 68. 68. And if the boss man really needs me to do something on Monday or Friday, I'm technically the first person he calls, and, I'll, and I never say no to hours, man. Got to get them hours as much as you can. You never know what, what may happen. And the private contracting... Uh, job that I'm in is all dealt through contracts so you don't know when that contract's gonna end you could wake up one morning and get a call from the boss and say hey look we lost a contract Um, you might be out of work for a while but I'll I'll find a shift for you somewhere and finding a shift is not that easy when you lose a contract because you have a set schedule because this contract was is set for how long the contract reads and if you're new it sucks when you're new because you, you you yourself don't know how long that contract is. This contract could have been from 2014 and now it's 2019, a five-year contract. And let's say 
somewhere in the 2019 year, this contract is only two months, two months left to expiration, and nobody's gonna talk to you about it because you know you're you're that low-level worker who just works, who just gets told where to go, and you don't know when this contract's up. Sometimes you don't even know if it is a, like you just think it's a normal job that you get to go to. No, private contracting is dealt through like this company that I'm working for deals with contracts. So I I, I don't know how long the contract is. I could, as I said, I could wake up tomorrow morning and the boss man goes, oh, hey, by the way, um, where you're working today, the contract ended. So we don't know if we're going to renew the contract or not. So we're going to have to find you another spot. And then you'll be out of work. You'll still be working for the company, but then, you know, looking for him to put you somewhere else. It's going to be hard because everybody else is set in their schedule. And you got to work around that schedule and then you got to put that person to another place. And it's a lot of monopolizing of, of the employees. So it's kind of like, oh man. So as I said, like new people coming into this company, I feel, I'm happy for them that they got the job, but I kind of feel for them because as I said, never know when this contract ends or if they're going to renew it or it's crazy. This private contracting life is crazy, but I'm glad I'm part of the circle. Um, I'll be currently up to date with contracts and the timeline and everything else. I just don't want to deal with money situations yet. Why? Because I've done money finance, financing for for companies and it's not fun. I'd rather do a desk job, honestly. I'd rather be behind a desk and do paperwork, but towards financing and doing the doing books. Yeah, I'm 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 good on that. Which is crazy too, like, okay, so let's, let's put that story aside. So me and my brother were just talking about um, a crazy thought or a crazy scenario. So back in the day, let, let's say back in 2005 when I was graduating high school, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if everybody can relate to this story, okay? But just keep an open mind. Back in 2005, a lot of people were instilling in the kids' heads like you need you need to graduate high school, you need to go to college for a great job because you can't do, you can't get a job or a job, a certain job without a certain degree. Like some people go to college for, for uh, business management, you need to go to college for like if you want to be a banker, you're gonna need you're gonna need I don't know some like you're gonna need a degree to do certain things other than doctors, lawyers, and I forgot the third one. But in order to be a doctor, you, of course, you need to get your PhD, and in order to become a lawyer, you need to pass the bar exam. You need to go to school for law and all that. So besides those kind of careers, you know, you, if you want to be a, a criminal, like if you want to go into police force and you want to be a criminal, one of those people that do the, and understand how the criminal minds work. You gotta go to school and be, and get a, a, a psychological degree. I, I, um, I don't know if I'm saying the name right. You need a psych degree in certain aspects to become that. If you wanna be a, a psychiatric doctor, you're, you're gonna have, like talk to crazy people, you're gonna need a psych, uh, psychologists, uh, I can't even say it right, but you need that degree. So you need like degrees to get in a certain field, 
But now that is 2019, and I kid you not, it's 2019. Now this is 2005. Now it's 2019. People can learn a lot of things off of social media, whether it's Facebook, online classes. Um, you can just go to regular classes. It doesn't have to be college, and get qualified there. It may not be the the highest level of what you need to be, but it's a step forward, correct? So me and my brother is saying like. Man, you know what? What if we could go back in 2005 and just do something like that instead of going to college and wasting thousands and thousands of dollars? Like you could learn off of somebody that have that has been doing, like if you want to be a financial advisor or something that deals with financing, like if you want to do somebody's um, books for whether it could be taxes or just being, uh, what do you call those people that, I don't know what they're called right now, I can't even think of the name, but people who do the books for a certain job. An accountant, that's the name, an accountant. If you wanna be an accountant, of course you need to go to college for a degree to be an accountant, why? Because when you graduate college with an accountant degree, whatever the name is, and you apply for the job, they can say, well, he graduated college, let's hire him. He knows what the fuck he's doing compared to somebody who was taught from people who have been accountants, whether it's your family member, a friend, or your, I guess the word you could say is interning, somebody you're learning from within the company. So let's say the person learning from somebody compared to somebody who went to college, the person from college will always get that spot before the person who was taught by how many people and he knows what he's doing too. That guy from college will always get picked over the person who's learning. And the person who's learning probably knows more and probably knows better technique than the person who went to college and did the book study, which is crazy. And I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. It, I rather choose the person who knows more than the person from college. Granted, the person from college is going to look better because he got a college degree. He knows, he does know what he's doing. The only thing that he has one up on the guy who's learned from people offhand who didn't go to college is that degree. And that's what the world looks for is that degree. A, a degree that's, that tells people I am certified because I went to school for four, eight years and I worked hard to get there and I got it. Compared to the guy who has no degree, who has no paperwork that says I'm certified, but he's learned from people who are certified, who's learned from people who've been in that field and probably does the job 10 times better than the person with the, with the degree. Anybody with me? Anybody understand what I'm talking about? Does anybody like catch on? Mechanic, guy goes to school for mechanic degree does everything great, he knows all the tools, he's worked on cars in school, graduates, gets his degree. Guy who's been working on cars since he was 10 with his dad, his uncles, his cousins, his friends, Been work, he's been working on monster trucks, diesel trucks, um, construction trucks, he's been working on tanks because his dad works in the military, I don't know, but he's been working on cars since he was 10. He's been working with tools since he was 10. He is now 18, no degree, but he knows what he's doing, he applies for a job, and the guy says, have you graduated college? No, I haven't, but I know this, 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 this. I can fix this car, this, this, this. I know I know where the radiator goes. I know where the fan belt goes, blah, 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 blah. The guy with a degree, 90 out of 10 times, 90% 
out of the 10%, the guy with the degree will get the job. The guy that did, does not have the degree is a 10%. He probably won't get the job. 90% he won't get the job. 90% of the college degree will get the job. Make sense? Does anybody follow? If you don't, if, if you're not understanding, please let me know. I, I don't know if I'm going too fast. I don't know if I'm skipping and you guys are, you guys are hearing blanks and I need to fill in those blanks, but that's just crazy how in 2005 or somewhere around that timeline, people were instilling in our heads. You need to go to college because you need a degree to get a job. Technically you don't need a degree. Like I tell my kids, you know what? Go to college because it is great. It is good to have that degree to tell you you've done it. You can go to your job that, that you want and say, hey, look, I graduated, I got my degree. You can count on me. But I also tell them on the second hand, you don't need to go to college because you can learn all this from me, your uncles, your aunties, or whoever you can go. I'm not gonna lie, I, I've actually told my, my kids this. You can learn this on YouTube and master that craft for five, 10 years, the same amount of years you can go to college, you can master your craft. But the only difference is you won't have that certification. You won't have that, that, that paper that says, trust me, I know what I'm doing. And that's the sad part that the world needs that certification, that the world needs that paper, that stamp of approval. And I'll be honest with you. If, if, if I ever open up, I don't know whatever I'm going to open up a business and a kid comes to me with a college degree compared to the guy who has the, the same amount of experience as a kid who went to college. I am not gonna lie to you, I will pick the kid without the degree. Because the kid with the degree knows what he's doing, he has that stamp of approval, but to me, that's just, I don't know, dude, like you don't have, you don't have that craft. You just have a, a paper that says you, you went to school and you learned compared to the guy who's been doing it just as long as you have, but, but it, it all depends on the situation, I guess. I would tell the guy with the degree, like, okay, hold on, I'll give you a call back. And I would post him on the wall because then I would take the guy without the degree and I'll give him a test run. I would say, look, bro, you have a 30-day pro um, you have a you have a 30-day probation. 30-day probation. You fuck up once, you're gone. You fuck up once. And what I mean by once, I'm not literally saying once. I'm, I'm giving it a three, a three strikeout, three pitch strikeout. You fuck up once, you fuck up twice, you fuck up three times, you're out. That's, that, that's the one big fuck up. All right? So if you fuck up three times, you're out. So I guess I'll just say that instead of fuck up once. If you fuck up three times, you're out in a 30-day probation. But if he passes with flying colors, he knows what he's doing, he's made small mistakes, not big mistakes, but if he makes small mistakes, I can overlook that. But if he does everything that he's supposed to do, he knows what he's talking about, he does, he hasn't lied on his resume, you know what, fuck it, I will take you. And then I'll talk to the college kid and be like, look, um, not right now, but there's always room in the future. Why? Because the kid without the degree is doing the same thing the kid with the degree is doing, but he's, as I said, he knows what he's doing. He can be trusted. Take him. Take him. He's asking for the same pay, the same 
the same obligations, the same policies. The only difference is he doesn't have the paper of approval. Who cares? He's doing the same fucking thing the kid with the fucking degree is doing. It's the same thing. But then if you're applying for management, and let's say I'm asking for a guy who knows how to finance, you know, who, who knows how to do financing, who knows how to... There's like a lot of things, all right, to list. Okay, that's when it gets a little tricky where if a person who's done, who has no degree but has been doing accounting for 10 years without a degree, blah, 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 compared to the person who just got out of college with a stamp of approval, I will always take the person with the years of experience. Years of experience over stamp of approval, guarantee 100%. Because I rather I rather have the experience than have the person with no experience. That's a given. Okay, that's that's one hundred percent, one hundred percent. No stamp, no certification. Years of experience over certification. Person with two years of accounting, no no degree, and all the other stuff qualifies. Everything's done. It. The only thing he doesn't have is a degree. Two years and everything else. No degree. Person with a degree, went to college and everything, just graduated, looking for a job. Okay, now this is the 50-50 right here. 50-50, because you have experience, great, awesome. No degree, all right, I can overlook that. But you have a little experience on that, so it's kind of like, do you know what you're really doing? Why are you leaving this company instead of staying with them? Because you got two years on them, why are you leaving? Or if you have no job, but you have been accounting for two years at a former place that you worked at, why did you leave after two years? Did you get fired? Did you quit? What happened? Two years is not enough for me to say, come aboard, congratulations, welcome. Guy with a degree, just got out of college, has no experience whatsoever other than the fact that he went to college, has seen no desk action, has not worked in any type of office environment, spanking new. So to me, I can mold you or the person in charge of that department can mold you to the way that I need you to be molded so you could do the job that I need you to do. Perfect, absolutely. So it's kind of like, okay, 50-50. You have been working in this situation, but I don't know if I can trust you because why did you leave? That's the 50. College, mold you but you don't have any experience whatsoever, 50-50. So it's kind of like, I need to talk to you both. So how would I handle that situation? I'll be honest with you, don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. But to be honest with you, if I had to give you an answer now, most likely, depending on the story that the two-year experience, no degree person, he or she gives me, I'm gonna look into it, or whoever is in that department, I'm gonna tell them, look, just look into it, find out if the story is, you know, true and we'll go on from there. If it's not, well, guess what? The college person gets the job. If the person's telling the truth and his story lines up and everything from A, B, C, all the way to Z fills out, I'll take, you know, as that's why I said it's 50-50. No degree has been doing accounting for family members, friends, and yeah. College kid, got out of high school, um, got out of college, got the degree, no experience. Of course, yeah, yeah. of course, I'm gonna take the person with the the stamp of approval because you know what? Sure, they both have no experience. I can mold them both to what I need them to be. 
But I, I, I will take the stamp of approval because he knows what he's doing. This person just got a, is just finally looking for a job. Or he's been working fast food or security or he has not seen one book, but he wants to do something new. He comes into an interview and he goes, look, I've been doing this job for 10 years. I just want to do something new. I saw your advertisement about financing and accounting and I want to try it out. <laughs> as funny as that sounds, I'm not going to lie. I've done that once. It wasn't accounting, but I've done something similar to that. And of course, I got rejected. But the answer that I gave the manager at the time, the manager goes, you have no experience in this field. You have no college credentials. Why should we even hire you? And it was in that tone of voice, like it was like an irritated you know, tone where it's like, why are you fucking wasting my time kind of tone? I looked this manager dead in the eye. I leaned over on his desk, put my elbow on there. And I said, I may not have any college credentials, I may never have even dip, tipped or dipped my toe into this, this pool and this career field. But isn't that what you guys are looking for? Fresh new minds so you can teach the person who's never done this. And I told him, you may, you may take a lot of time teaching me how to do this, this, and this. But wouldn't you rather have somebody who doesn't know what he's doing? because then you can mold them into the person you need them to be. The manager looked at me and said, I've never heard that answer before. And with that answer, if I had my way, I hired you right now. But unfortunately, the, the, the owner is gonna tell me no. So at this time, I'm gonna tell you no. I couldn't be hurt by that. I told him, well, thank you for your time. At least I tried. That's all anybody can do. Shook the man's hand and I walked out as fast as I walked in. And I'm not gonna lie to you. I wasn't hurt. Because at least the guy was honest. The guy looked at me and said, look, I've never heard that answer before. And if I was, if I could hire you right now, I would hire you based off that answer. That's the best damn answer. And cool. So, you know what? Of course, there always will take that stamp of approval with no experience. But you know what? Person with with experience, with no college credentials, I would take them. I would. Even if he went, even if they have the same thing, 10 years experience, 10 years experience, no college credentials, college credentials, I always will take the experience, the guy without, I would give the person a chance. Without the college credentials, I would give that person a chance. That's with, that's with experience. So, I don't know if that makes sense to a lot of people. I don't know if I lost you guys in that conversation. Uh, man, for all you guys listening to that story, I wanna, I wanna say sorry if I lost you anywhere. If I totally rang your bell, <laughs> trust me, me and my brother were just ringing a lot of bells with that conversation. People didn't understand what the hell we were talking about. Some of them did, and they were arguing about it. Like, that's that's crazy. Why would you do that? You're setting yourself up for failure, blah, 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 blah. But hey, that's the kind of conversations me and my brother have, guys. And one day when my brother does come to visit, I'll bring him onto the show, and you guys can experience the conversations we have. Some of them are just pretty fucking outrageous, and it's just funny to us. Well, uh, tomorrow I have work again from 4 to midnight. 
But I will be back on on Saturday. I will try to bring you guys a show tomorrow. Uh, as I said, my schedule is crazy. But I will bring um, bring, your sh- bring you an episode on Saturday. Guarantee. So stay tuned for another episode of Hobby Talk, the Raw and Unscripted podcast here on Anchor with your host, Wayne. That's me. And I am out, guys. Be safe. Stay blessed.